Welcome to Two Girls in a Bible. I'm Kim. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Teresa. Yeah, that's our word nerd. Hey, Teresa. Yes. You know what happened last time you had a word for us. You have a word for us today? Okay, I'll give you a word. Okay, what is it? It's Ruach. 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 Can we ruach. even say that? Ruach. Am I ruach. saying it right? Well, no, because... Is it Hebrew? It's Hebrew, so okay. actually the way you would say it is Ruach. Ruach. Got to get that phlegm going there. Okay, so ruach. We do say ruach, so okay. that we're not spitting all over each other. Okay. Uh, but it is a Hebrew word, and here's the thing. In Hebrew, yeah. there's there's actually no such word as, as, as Holy Spirit. That, that word oh. doesn't exist in, in Hebrew. And so the word is, is, is translated often as, as ruach, which is a wind. Um, but like we have different words for winds, like yes. a gale force winds, very right. like a hurricane force mm-hmm. wind. This is a gentle, all-encompassing wind, wind. Oh, uh, and it wind. just brings about like it, on a hot day that uh, beautiful wind that would blow over you and refresh you. you. Oh yeah. Yes. So oh. ruach, it's ruach. a word for Holy Spirit. Say it, Kim. Ruach. Ruach. Okay. ruach. So that's our word. And this week, um, you know, I woke up today and this is what God put on my heart. He wanted us to share with our audience mm. what it looks like when he speaks to us. Like, do we hear from God? And what does that sound like to us? You know, what is he saying to us? And so I know in the last week, we have all three had our very own personal encounters with the Father, with the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it was so interesting when I came in today, that's what I heard. I heard just in my heart while you guys were talking, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then, Teresa, you began to share. I did. Yeah. What were you talking? Go ahead and share that with our audience because that was really powerful. Thank you. I I had actually posted about this uh, on my social media this this week because um, God has just been doing a stirring in my heart, sort of uh, reminding me that there, you know, he's called me to something specific. And... um, he needs to arrest my attention. My attention. I've got oh, a creative I love that. brain. Arrest my attention, Lord, because ADD is real. I have arrest a creative brain. Arrest my attention. And so yes. I love that. Lord, arrest my attention. Arrest, yes. arrest our, all of our attention yes. and tell us what you want us to know. Yeah. Um, multiple things run through my brain at the same time, all the time. That creative juice is always flowing, so it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Squirrel. But, yes, but yeah. I ask God to give me a gentle, specific word that help me understand yes. um, that you're talking, and it's yeah. not just something running through my head. And so, as only God can do, uh, I ended up getting two uh, messages. They came. They both came on to my phone, but they came off of two different platforms socially, right, right. Uh, social media-wise. And so I began to read one, and, and the end of another, that's the way that they came in. And the beginning said, you have such an anointing on your life. And the end of it said, please answer the call. Oh, my goodness. Aww. And as we're stepping into how a new year. How is God? He's so awesome. And, and, and did you that. totally need that? I, mean, I tell totally us how you needed, needed it. that because we're stepping up into a new year and a new season. And yeah. there's just new things that are happening. Yeah. And um, to tell you the truth, I've been, things have gotten a little heavy lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, where you've been, sometimes you wonder, well, I'm done. Yes. I'm tired. I am weary. Yeah. But as you were saying, Kim, the scripture says something about but gr- then he re- not growing weary. But then he rebirths. Yes. You know, he renews. That gentle wind begins to lift you up. Go ahead, Kim. Share that with us. Yeah. Well, this is something totally different. I haven't shared this with you yet, but it goes in tune. God was, you know, as I, I wasn't going to share this, but this is today's devotion out of the Jesus is Calling book by Uh Sarah Young. Yes. And I think it goes in with what we're talking about today. So I'm just going to insert, God always tells me to insert my name. So I'm going to say, listeners. 
Yes. Yeah. So I'm speaking to all of you. Yes. And you guys insert your name as she's reading. Exactly. Listeners, I am speaking in the depths of your being. Be still so that you can hear my voice. I speak in the language of love. My words fill you with life and peace, joy and hope. I desire to talk with you all of I desire to talk with all of my children, but many are too busy to listen. The worth ethic has them tied up in knots. Listeners submit wholeheartedly to their taskmasters, wondering why they feel so distant from me. Living closely to me requires making me your first love, your highest priority. As you seek my presence above all else, you experience peace and joy in full measure. I am so, I am also, I also am blessed when you make me first in your life. While you journey through life in my presence, my glory brightens the world around you. And I just feel that what we're talking about is how do we hear the voice of God? Yeah. At like, first, how is it we have, to us? yeah, how, you know, and he's saying the way you begin to hear my voice is to be still. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. But go ahead, Kim, finish yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, 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 that was, was it. it. Yeah, That's be so still good. so it's that powerful. you can hear my voice. Yes. So I just wanted to read that, and I just seen that, and I was just thought, that was very powerful. I wasn't going to share that. So, but that was know, really but, powerful. And you know but, what? It lines up with, um, I was in the car, on me and Kim were on our way to Teen Challenge because we were sharing a word, and we were blessed to be invited there. But um, I was on my way. I was so excited about what something God had said to me in the shower. I said, Kim, I'm like, are you ready to hear this? Are you ready to hear this? And she said, yeah. I said, okay, so God spoke to me in the shower. And she, yep, he only speaks to you in the shower, doesn't he? And I said, yeah, it's because it's the only time you're quiet. (laughs) And so... And so you said he wants us to be still, and that is so true. Yes. Like, and you're still in the shower. And I'm, yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why me, I sing in the shower. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm loud the in the shower. Only time I'm quiet is when I'm in the shower because I'm constantly got my, you know, music, worshiping in the in the house and, and, and reading and studying and listening. I mean, I'm just busy. I just am a busy person. So my only quiet time is in the shower. And so the question is, how does God speak to you? And so for me, what he said to me was so profound that I have to share it with everybody. It laid me out. I wept for almost four hours straight because my body shook from the understanding of what he gave me. And so what he said was, to be holy, Uh H-O-L-Y, is to be made whole. W-H-O-L-E. And so what he was, what he spoke to me in my heart, and I hadn't yet put it into words until I got to speak to Kim on our way out. But what he spoke into my heart is that signifies to me the word whole, W-H-O-L-E, is that there must have been a fracture in my soul. I must have been broken somewhere. And that brokenness comes from our childhood, from our relationships, abuses, choices we've made to, uh, to ourselves and to other right, people. Yeah. Just That's just life in general, right? That's mm-hmm. where the, the soul becomes fractured. And so because that fracturedness is there, you know, I had an encounter with Christ. And the moment I had an encounter with Christ, I was made whole. I was made whole, and so therefore, I'm holy because I've been made whole. Right. I'm holy. I've been set apart, sanctified for his purpose. 
And I, you know, this is, this just confirms, um, this just confirms what God showed me in the shower, which is, um, Colossians, uh, chapter three. You could read the whole chapter. It's about put on the new self. And so recently, I know that we discussed it. I'm going to try to summarize it in some in some of the other podcasts. But I'm trying to summarize this. Recently, we discussed um, the man at the pool of Bethesda and how God revealed to me that I was carrying around a poverty and a victim mentality for 15 years and didn't know it. And so when He revealed that to me, and He and He began to show me that I had been made whole. That man at the pool of Bethesda, he had been made whole, and Jesus made it a point to hunt him down. To hunt him down, to tell him, don't go sin anymore. Otherwise, the it's going to get worse for you if you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, what was he doing? He laid by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. And, you know, Jennifer, that's amazing because God was speaking to you through the scripture. Yes. So there are different ways that God speaks to us. Absolutely. You know, speaks to you in the shower when yes. you're still. Yeah. And, and you're in the quietness of that. Just, yeah, but that's, you know, and taking the, and it And you know it's from God because your soul changes. Yeah. And then, you know, he speaks to you through the word. Sometimes something will leap off at that page. Like that story of... The, the man at Bethesda, you know, that yes. story resonated with you yes. and it, it spoke to you. And we listened to a song earlier this morning called I Am, which really resonated and spoke to you, Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there are different ways that he speaks to us. So people are a lot of times asking the question, how do I hear from God? Yeah. How do tell I hear something from God? about you, Kim. I know that you've heard from God this week. How have you heard personally from God? I hear through God when in the quietness of the morning. I like to get up. I mean, and and I'm not an early riser. I'm not. I don't get up at 5 a.m. like Jennifer. You know, I mean, she's an early riser, and she finds her peace and sanctification. You know, yeah. you know all that that peaceful moment time in the mornings. But me, a lot of times, I just you know, my kids are all grown, and 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 I'm home alone, and I just sit in my in my chair and you know and I just begin to talk to God I just talk to him like he's sitting right next to me Mm -hmm. because I believe he is yeah and you know we have coffee together and we'll talk and you know he speaks to me different ways he speaks to me through his word a lot of times he speaks to me through his devotion he'll tell me Kim uh, I want you to read uh, January 5th in in this devotion yeah. You know, and I'll be like, okay. And it kind so, of prompts I, your heart. It's not like you hear yeah. an audible voice. No, but I do not hear. Just it's, kind it's of a prompts you. It's okay. a prompting that, you know, you know, and sometimes, well, like this morning, you know, I was like, oh, it's like, you know, God, I need to really hear from you. And I was like, so he gives me a chapter and verse. And I'm like, I'm not thinking that that's there. But in of course, it, and it wasn't. It yeah. And I was like, so my question this morning to God was, is like, do I even really hear you? Yeah. You know? You know, because the enemy will come in, and, yes. and, and but that was an enemy. That was alive, the enemy at that point yes. in time. He was trying to discourage me, yes. to of all the times that God has talked to me. Yeah, because I was searching for something, and God would, you know, and but He gave it to me another way in a story which I'm going to read, and it's out of a. My mom gave me this uh, when before I was down a visitor. On, before you read it. I'm not going to read it right now, but oh, okay. I just wanted to tell you what it was called. It was called Hope, 90-Day Devotions for our, our daily, from Our Daily Bread. Oh, yeah. And it just, you know, he's like, you know, I want you to read page 45. Yes. And that just spoke to me because just before... The devil yeah, was trying to tell you. The devil was you. telling me, a, and, you know, there wasn't that many verses in that chapter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, 
okay, so do I even hear my, I question myself. Of course, but what I loved about that is that when, when the Holy Spirit came in behind the enemy. Yes, yes. You listened and you still, you did not let what the enemy say, said to you prior, just minutes, seconds prior. Mm-hmm. You did not let what the enemy said to you seconds prior stop, stop your faith and that God was speaking this time. Yes. And so you pursued the next thing that he put mm-hmm. in your heart. Right. And so, and that's what we're in. We are pursuing a God who pursues us. Uh, He's so always good. constant. Yes, it is and constant. And so, that is so good, Kim. Yeah. I love that. And that's the power of our relationships. Yes. And, you know, you had um, shared a story earlier about the rock. Could you tell us about that? Because I think it lines up with what Kim just oh, said. Oh, you want me to tell you the story about yes. the rock? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I, I, was, I was actually sharing about something very personal to me and, and where I uh, kind of felt lately that I was in a... Uh, a free fall and um, free falling towards something, kind of hurtling towards something, having an inertia, not not falling out of in a, out of control kind of way, or falling right. out of line or out of pocket with God. But I still but felt that things was moving very, very, very yes. quickly, and I'm having mm-hmm. no control. Like God's moving me in a different direction, and yeah. I'm feeling like I'm falling. Um, now that's not the same as falling in a group where someone helps you up. Yeah, they can see you trip or something. Yes. I just felt like I am going wherever God is calling, and I'm feeling like I'm falling at, or you know, just falling. And I remembered falling outside of Christ. I remember falling before I yes. met the Lord, and yeah. I remember how that felt, right. and how when you, when I hit the bottom, man, was that a different view? Yeah, I I just had to. I, I needed to look up, and that's the the, the reality of falling outside of Christ is that you do reach that rock bottom and you need to look up to the rock. But I fell and yesterday it's my personal story. I I felt as if I I hit the bottom and I realized I hit the rock I was standing on. Amen. Which is? Which is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So I, I, really wasn't falling what out of relief. something. I was falling on something. Yes. Incredible. Into. Yes. Into. Yes. Onto. What with God and along. Yes. Right. So I'm falling where I'm planted. Yes. I, you know, it would be like if falling out of the chair would even put me somewhere else. I yes. felt. So I landed on the rock. And I really felt the Lord speak to my heart and say, now look around you, daughter. Yeah. Now look around you. What do you see? And I could see my sisters and my people in the Lord just, just encouraging me and lifting me up. But the Lord spoke to my heart further and said, now speak to the one who is trying to push you to where you don't belong and tell the devil to get out That's of the right. atmosphere yeah. of your rock because so he is of the air. He's not yes. allowed on the rock. That's right. You're on the rock and he would try and oppress you and depress yes. you and make you feel like you were going to regress you into yes. an area you've never... Yes. You're not going to. Yes. So tell him to get out of your space. Yes. And stand up and get into your place. Yes. And oh, so, I love that. Get out of your space. Get out of my space. And stand up and take your place. Yes. That's and, good. And so, that is right so that good. good. I know. Woo, woo. <laughs> I did want to say something about another way. Um, but before you do that, yes. I wanted to interject there. I wanted to just say, I love how in that moment... Um, when you had to speak to the enemy, because we have enemies and they're constant. The enemy is always speaking to us, always. He's always whispering something negative, something defeated, something in our ear. And so we have to speak back. And especially when we're on the verge of a breakthrough. Yes. Or we're we getting ready to, to do something to that that's going to glorify higher God. Higher level, higher devil. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But we have the authority. We do have the authority. And if we're really listening, if we're tuned in to like, we've got our tuners tuned in, you do always hear the devil speaking honestly, but he's always saying the same thing. It's you ever notice that? Yeah. The song he's doesn't change. He's got any change. new tools. It's on repeat. <laughs> he got no new tools. You know? 
Jesus <laughs> is always saying something in a fresh, new, and no, innovative exactly. way. exactly. But the reality is, how do you know the difference? Sometimes it's hard to distinguish, right? Yeah, it, yeah. You know, when you're, it's can when be you're hard in the to midst. distinguish. When you're it's, in the midst of what's going on, yeah. It's never hard to distinguish you're a dirty, rotten loser. You know right. who's saying that. Right. But it could be something as simple as you're being called or led into something, and you're not sure. Well, just like just like Kim's example, right? When she came, she thought of a scripture, but the scripture was, didn't even exist in the Bible, and so the enemy came in and said, "See, do you really hear?" Mm -hmm. And then the and Holy you know, Spirit came back and said, "Now I want you to go read this." And when she went and followed the Holy and, Spirit, and the thing is, is this was, was laying, this book was laying on my desk, and it wasn't in my. I, I had no intention of reading it at that point. And the thing is, is I just happened and I felt drawn to it. And, and you know, the name yes. of the book is called Hope. Hope. Of course it is. And, you know, he said, read page 45. Yes. Which I will be reading to you in a minute. Very specific. But, you know, you know, you know the difference when the enemy speaks and when God speaks is yeah. because you will feel peace. When he told me to read this chapter and verse, I didn't feel peace. I felt like, you yeah. know. Okay, I'll look it up. And I was like, of course, it wasn't there. I felt no peace. I felt, like, aggravated. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, I did hear you. So do you even talk to me? Yeah. And then the coming first back. The initial response. And then when he told me to read this on page 45, I picked it up, but I felt a peace. Yes. That different. surpassed all understanding. All and I felt that peace. And that's yeah. when you will know. Yeah, peace is a very... That uh, God is speaking, because yeah. you will have a peace. You do mm -hmm. have peace, and you will be able to not... It, it'll line up with the Word of God. Yes. Every single time, it'll line up with the Word of God. What I just said to you, when the, when the Lord spoke to me and said, speak, you know, to the enemy and tell oh, him yeah. who he is and put him in his place, you know... Jesus was tested yeah. in the wilderness. Oh, yeah. And he spoke to the enemy about not testing God. And uh, it's just, you won't find um, whatever you're being, if God is asking you to do it, it'll be verifiable in the word. Psalm 119, thy word I have hidden my heart. Yeah. Thy word I have hidden my heart, O Lord, that I might not sin against thee. Yeah. And that's the truth that brought you to another page. Yes. Uh -huh. That brought you. Back you didn't to give the up. Scriptures. No, I and you know the thing is, is that I was like, you know, I, and in my mind, I was like, devil, you're a liar, you know, and I just kind of went about, and I was just like, this has happened to me before because a lot of times, you know, you'll have people say, just open up the Bible and put your finger on something, you know, and there, there God will speak to you, but you know, that's not always the case. Yeah, you know, I mean, we have to really hear. We have to. We search. do. There is an intention at. A, intentionality that has to come with your relationship yeah. with Christ. Yeah. I mean, just like in any relationship. Like, if I, I never speak to Kim, you. how could how could she be my friend? Yeah. You know, she never got to know me because we never speak. It's kind of mm -hmm. the same thing. You have to have there has to be an intentionality to our relationship with him. Exactly. Your yeah. heart posture matters. Yes, your heart posture matters. So yes. it's not how much you know, it's how much you love and how much you want him. Yes. That that That's what he honors. Yes. And you know, sometimes, um, also, I just want to speak on this, that sometimes God speaks to us in the silence. Absolutely. Yes. When we don't hear nothing, sometimes that's, a, that's yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... I don't know if that makes sense to you, but well, for me, me, for me, it does. And I'll tell you how it does, <laughs> because when there's a direction, when God gives me, when I'm feeling I'm, I'm being led in a certain direction, but I don't have a specific, I can't move when he's silent. It means it's not time yet. 
Here, I've given you this direction. I've given you this direction. I want you to go down this road. I want you to make a right at that light, but not yet. It's kind of like, why am I remembering a story that you just shared with us this morning? Um, it's kind of like, um, you know that it's coming. You know that God's guided you, yeah. right? But it's not yet. Not so yet. you kind of have to sit in that stillness, in that quietness, and, and just wait. When, God, when? Is today the day, Lord? And it's you ask him. You ask yeah. Is today the day? We've done that a lot. And you'll Is know it's day? peace because yeah. you can be led by peace. The enemy does not give you peace. I'm sorry. There's not even a... And, and you may be able to find peace in a false sense of, of maybe the job that you thought you wanted. But when that job consumes your life, you're no longer at peace. Peace from the enemy can only be temporary. Yeah. Very, very temporal. It will. It is fleeting. And that's how you know it's not from God. Exactly. But a peace from God doesn't go anywhere. The word says that my peace I leave with you. This is Jesus. My peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives do I give, yeah. but my very own peace. Yeah, exactly. That's how we know. What did you write on the end of that paper? I'm just curious. Teresa. Well, at the very end of this Abby paper, I was talking her. about, I literally wrote down at the very end, it says in the silence. Um, uh, of course it does. It says in the silence. And it, it says to, in the silence, um, it further says to do all that you know to do. But, you know, I, I it seemed to be the one who takes a little bit of a different direction at times. And I remember being uh, discontent and disconcerted in the quietness and wondering, God, you're not saying anything. And I really could use some help right now. Yeah. And I'm not hearing from you. I know yeah. you. But it is crickets in here. Yeah. I mean, I can remember being in a, in a room, a big yeah. room by myself, crying out to God and thinking, I know you hear me, but you're not saying anything to yeah. me. And I remembered that um, in those times, and they do come, and you can feel not peace, but not unpeaceful, just sort of maybe discontent like I was, or just... Dis- yeah. Just kind of discombobulated a little not bit. Not really satisfied. It's not chaotic. Yes. You're, you're, you're just not quite. It's just not quite right. It's kind of like how I've been feeling for the last 15 years. Mm. Not that, not that I wasn't, not that I wasn't pursuing God. I was in active pursuit right. of Him. I was seeking. I was knocking. And guess what, everybody? I was finding. Yes. But it was a process that I had to go through. God had to prepare my soul over all that time mm-hmm. to prepare me to understand. Because once I know the truth, what does the word say? The truth shall set you free. And Kim knows what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I was still carrying around a poverty and victim mentality. When he revealed that to me, I cried three days. Yeah. Because I couldn't believe that that was the problem. And then now, how do I go about fixing it? Guess what? He wanted me to, to write down, and this goes through a series of events. It was a friend of mine who reached out, kind of like we were talking about earlier, how God will use all these different places and kind of give you puzzle pieces of his message. And then when you spend time alone with him, he puts them all together and, this, and forms this beautiful picture. And so, and so he gave me a piece from a friend of mine who sent me a text message and told me about, she woke up, she went to sleep all night long that God was telling her the I am's. I am, I am able, I am, I am bold. I am, I am God. I am the beginning and the ending. I am the bread of life. And he, all night long, she slept. 
Matter of fact, when her alarm went off at six, she, she told the Lord, I didn't want to get up. I want to stay right here, Lord, because he just kept un unwrapping this beautiful subject. So she reached out to me. She goes, I had you had to be the first one I told. And so when she she had no idea that God was dealing with me. And now I'm asking God, well, how do I how do I take care of this poverty mentality? How do I remove this victim mindset? Where where is it going to go? And so what he had me do was through a series of events, not only her message, but there was another message I, I wrote down from A to Z, the alphabet. Mm -hmm. And from A to Z, I was to pick a word that described, created my very own I am statements. Mm -hmm. Because I am all that I am in Christ Jesus. In Jesus. Right. So all that he is, guess what? I am also. Yeah. And so I started out with I am able. And that my first I am statement was... I can do all things through Christ Jesus, my Lord. And he had me write down the scriptures. There were some words that I looked up that I had to find definitions for because mm -hmm. I didn't know. But I, I did all the A to Z statements. And then he called me to confess them over my life. There is power in speaking out the word of God over yeah. ourselves. Which is kind of what I wrote it at the time. It totally top confirms everything that God is, is bringing together. And you were saying... I'll just finish with that last point there for me was in that silence when it's that quiet and you're a bit discontented that I want somebody to know Jesus trusts you. Oh. Jesus trusts you to do everything that you all have been together doing. Yes. That you will continue to do what you know how don't don't give up and don't quit. Just do everything you actually do know yes. to do. Oh. Keep doing that. Yes. Um my presence, I had written that, my presence, his presence is the present. I'm sitting here in front of the, you said you created this picture. It says joy to the world. And I, just like the message of the season, but the it's always Christmas and it's always Easter, y'all. That never changes. Mm -hmm. So we have all been spoken to this week, regardless of where we are in the world right now. We've been spoken to because a baby changes everything. Yes. There's that reminder. It is everywhere. But practically speaking... Talking with God, understanding God, hearing from God is where we started from. And you need to know what to do. We need to know what to do and how yeah. to deal with this actual life in how a practical way. Yeah. Psalms and Proverbs, it's always going to come back to the word of God. Psalms, all of them are about our relationship with God, his relationship with us, every word of it specifically yes it's all about jesus all about god but this is specifically in the psalms about our relationship and his relationship with us mm -hmm. and then when we move over to proverbs proverbs is specifically about mankind dealing on a daily basis yeah. with mankind and each other wisdom it's that wisdom yeah he's always speaking and yeah. sometimes we just need a very practical what a word for how to just get through the day yeah how to just get along with sister-in-law and brother-in-law how to do that yeah but you're right so peace that passes that all understanding comes mm -hmm. like what kim said when some, the wrong word goes in the right ear yeah. god lets us know yeah that's exactly. not what i oh said. i love that when the wrong word goes in the right ear because kim's right yeah right she's a child of the king yes you know but when a wrong word hits your ear, because the word says this, my sheep know my voice. Yes. Uh -huh. They hear my voice and they follow me. And they follow. So that was just affirmation that even though the enemy may have got you to look, you know his voice. Because uh -huh. you didn't stop looking. Uh -huh. You didn't, when Holy Spirit, when the wrong voice hit your, and you had a check in your spirit, you kind of knew that it was already wrong. Uh -huh. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and when the right voice came, guess what? It encouraged you. Yeah. It edified you. Mm-hmm. It exactly. lifted up your faith. And so um, I'm going to end with this one thing that I really feel like I want all of our listeners to, to, um, to hear. And then Kim is going to share a story. And Teresa, before we have Kim share, I want, if there's one thing that you want to leave with them, just, you know, a memory statement or whatever, <coughs> be thinking about that as I finish up uh, sharing this piece. I want to say for a month and a half, Every single morning, Holy Spirit has woke me up with these words, be fruitful and multiply. Mm. And so, you know, I'm funny. So I told the Lord, I said, multiply. Honey, I'm done. My loins is done. I ain't having no more children. That's just me being funny with God. But (laughs) be fruitful and multiply. What he said to me was that he, (laughs) he wants to multiply what he's done in my soul. In the souls of those who hear what he wants to say to them through my life. And so I want you to remember that you are in a walking epistle of God's grace. He is always speaking. He is always speaking. His fingerprints are all over your life. You are anointed to see them. And so take notice of them. Keep seeking. Keep keep knocking. And you will find. That is a promise. And it's not mine. It's his. Go ahead, Teresa. Oh, I, I think I want to end with, for me, for, with John three sixteen. for God to love the world that he gave his only son, that whoever yeah. believes in him will, will never perish, but have everlasting life. Love is for you listeners personally. I've been very good knowing that God loved the whole world, but I've had a little bit of difficult time understanding that God loved Teresa Johnson. Yeah. Not performance tea, not performance Teresa, yeah. just a regular Teresa. Yeah. Warts and all, Teresa. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. Um, and so that's my word of encouragement: is God does love the whole entire world, oh. dear listener. But yes. He loves you so very specifically, yes. and you are enough yes. just the way you are. Yes, and He's talking. Yeah. And I, I just want to read the story um, to you. It's called Hope for a Mutter, and I just want you to all realize that we're going to go through trials. Yeah. But God says to embrace those trials. And so we're going to open up with James 1, 2 through 4. And I'm reading from the message, which I just love. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come to you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it, do, let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. And in Romans 5, 3-4, it says, Suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And here's the story, the hope for a mutter. When my husband built a covered porch on the front of our home, he anticipated that someday a bird might try to build a nest there. So he built the top of the corner post on a slant. Later, we laughed smugly when we saw robins trying their best to claim squatting rights to, the, to a new home. Piles of grass on the porch revealed their wasted efforts, but after two days of steady rain, he saw that a nest had indeed appeared in the very spot we thought was impossible. Because of the rain, Mrs. Robin was able to mix up a batch of mud mortar. Weaving it with twigs and grass, our determined feathered friend had built herself a new nest. She had persevered. Perseverance is inspiring. Trying to live a Christ-honoring life while experiencing hardship can leave us frustrated and discouraged. 
But when we depend on God to help us through our difficulties, we are empowered to keep going, even when we can't always see the resolution of our problems. Galatians 6, 9 reminds us to not become weary in doing good and encouraging us not to give up. In our loving God, using a seemingly insurmountable challenge in your life, is our loving God using a seemingly insurmountable challenge in your life to produce perseverance? Let him produce in you character and through character hope. When the world says give up, hope whispers, which is God, because he is our hope, try it one more time. So I just want to leave you with when you're discouraged and you don't feel like you're hearing God, open up that word and just dig in. Yeah. And 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 just go try it one more time. Oh, one more so time. Good. And um That's so good. One more time. One more time. Just one more time. Don't stop. And don't quit. Don't give up. Don't quit and give up. So what does it mean to hear God to you, audience, listeners, what does it mean to hear God to you? And how have you heard him in the last week? After listening to our stories today and our testimonies of how God spoke through worship, through devotionals, through music, through his word, through other people, um, he just speaks in so many different ways. I want you guys to really take notice of the fingerprints that and those God are is, the fingerprints of God. Absolutely, yeah. of the fingerprints God is putting in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it can even be in nature. You can be driving down the road. Yeah, and it could be, it'll be like, oh, look at that sunset, so beautiful. Yeah. That's a fingerprint of God yes. saying, "That's even important to me that you've seen the beauty in that." That's yeah. right. And so we want to encourage you to notice that God notice. is all around you. Yeah, the fingerprints of God. I love that. Yes, and pay attention because He's speaking. Right? He is always speaking. Always That's speaking. Right always speaking, always wanting you to take notice. So keep seeking and you will find. And you will hear him. And you will hear him. He always says the nicest things about you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he loves you so much. So and we love you. Yes, we do. And remember, always remember, you, you will, will always have, have a friend with two girls and a Bible. Bible.